You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hey man, you may be seated. Worship team, thank you so much. Glory, glory, glory. The Lord is good. Yes, He is always good. Always good. Now, one thing about God is, you know, His consistency is so amazing. He's consistently good. Yes? He's consistently loving. He's consistently just. He's consistently righteous. He is consistent. In all that he is, he says, I am the Lord, I change not. And that's why we can have faith. That's why we can put our trust in him. That's why I chose to put all my eggs in one basket. Glory to God. Besides God, there's no plan B. He's the only plan. Glory to God. He is the only plan. And so we celebrate His goodness. We celebrate His faithfulness. We celebrate His word that is established, settled forever in heaven. Yes. And we celebrate His plans. He says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Amen. So God has taken time to plan a life for you. He took time to plan your future. He planned everything from eternity past. From eternity past to your present and to your future. Everything has been taken care of by God. Amen. And so I want to share with you on what I call preparation for certain victory. Victory is certain. Do you understand me? Yeah, victory is certain for you. You're going to finish strong. It doesn't matter what you face. It doesn't matter what comes your way. It doesn't matter the resistance. It doesn't matter the opposition. With God, you are on the winning side. You're on the winning side. And sometimes we seem to trust our circumstances more than the Word of God. We trust our feelings more than the Word of God. We trust our emotions more than the Word of God. More than God Himself. And it shouldn't be like that. You know, emotions are very unpredictable. As a matter of fact, emotions will blur your reality. Yeah. When you're in an emotional state, that's not the time to make a decision. Because you will most likely regret that decision. Why? Because emotions, you know, although, I mean, they're they're great. God gave us emotions because he himself is emotional. But he never planned for our lives to be ruled by our emotions. Do you understand me? So emotions are there to spice up your life but not to lead you. (laughs) Okay? Do you get my point? You can tweet that. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah, emotions add spice to your life, but they are not supposed to lead you. So don't make that mistake of giving your life over to your emotions. So what happens is that when you are faced with situations, when you are faced with circumstances, your emotions rise up and they want to determine what you do, where you go. 
And you, you need to tell your emotions, just wait, wait. I'm still doing something. Uh, I'll call you when it's time. When, when your time, when it's time for you to show up, I'll call you. But for now, you take the back seat. Hallelujah. And you allow the Holy Spirit to take the, 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 the steering wheel of your life. And let the Holy Spirit lead you. But when you allow your emotions to lead you, they will lead you to places you never imagined. Yeah. Places you never imagined. So, if God is preparing you for certain victory. Certainty. There is a certainty there. You know, I have a strong sense of certainty. I have a strong sense of certainty that you are already an overcomer. Glory to God. Thanks be to God that always causes us to triumph. Yeah. You, 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 You are not a victim. Never assume the position of a victim. It's a lie. Your emotions might tell you that you are a victim. But God doesn't say that. And I've told you before, be careful who you listen to. All right. When Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and God came, what happened? Adam was hiding. Adam and Eve were hiding. When, Ad, when God came, Adam, where are you? And he comes. He says, I heard your voice and I was afraid. You know, I hid myself because I was naked. God said, who told you? Who told you that you were naked? Did I tell you that? So, your emotions can lie to you. All right? They, they will blur your reality and they will create another reality that is a false reality. So if you're going to walk in victory, if you're going to walk in the victory, the certainty, with certainty that God has ordained for you, you need to learn to master your emotions. When you are faced with a situation. It's like, it's like the children of Israel when, they were, when they, 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 they were going out of Egypt and they were before the Red Sea and Pharaoh was coming from behind. Oh my, the emotions. <laughs> I could just imagine. I mean, these are slaves, right? Who have just been liberated, as it were. And it's like Pharaoh is charging with his chariots. So the emotions will now start talking. You see what? The big mistake you made. You should have just surrendered to Pharaoh. You should have just submitted yourself. This prophet, so-called prophet, that said that God spoke to him. Huh? To take you out. Were you there when God spoke? Did God tell you that he spoke to him? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now you are going to die a terrible death. A humiliating death. And the whole army of Egypt was coming. But they didn't realize the workings of God. So sometimes when it seems as if you are at your wit's end, don't be quick to conclude that that is the end. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be quick to conclude that that is the end. It's not the end. The Bible says, though the righteous fall seven times, he will rise how many times? Seven times. 
So when you are down, don't remain down and say, oh, it's the end now. There's no need getting up. Don't have that kind of attitude. Yeah. You might feel like remaining down and just pretend as if you didn't fall. You know, so that everybody will just say, oh, what are you doing? I'm just lying down. No, no, no. You fell. Get up. (laughs) So victory is certain, but there is a way God prepares you. There is a way God prepares you. You see, there are, there are doses of victory. You experience a little here, a little there. But let me tell you, there is an ultimate victory. And God is going to have the final laugh. Amen. He's going to have the final say. So I love the Lord because of that. When you worship him, you need to know the kind of God you are worshiping. He's not like the idols. He's not like your ancestors. Okay? He's not like your ancestors. Your ancestors can't do what this God does. Yeah, there's no idol that can do what our God does. There's none. Glory, glory. Let me read a scripture in Ephesians chapter 2. We'll start from there. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. Sorry, verse 10. He says, For we are his workmanship. Come on. Created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we walk in them. Come on. We are his what? Workmanship. You are God's workmanship. You are God's workmanship. Hallelujah. And I want you to know that this, this word, if you, if, if, if you read it in the Greek, you know, the word workmanship means creative masterpiece. So you are God's creative masterpiece. You are not an afterthought. All right. That's why I said there are no illegitimate children. They are probably illegitimate parents. Everybody is a masterpiece. It's like an artist... Now sits down and he decides to do his best. You know, there are some paintings you wonder why they pay millions of dollars for certain paintings. You know, and you look at them and you're like, am I missing something? <laughs> How many people have been there? You, you know what I'm talking about. But there are people that appreciate these things. They look and they see the genius. That put this together. Yeah. When you, when you look at the works of Leonardo da Vinci. And you're like. Wow. And pe- people pay lots of money. Yes. But you. <laughs> oh my God. You are God's creative masterpiece. Specially woven in your mother's womb. Specially shaped. The exact combination to make up your personality. Hallelujah. Yes, that bubbly personality is is part of the plan. Yeah, that, that reserve personality is also part of the plan. Yeah, that loudness is part of the plan. Come on. Yeah. If somebody is uneasy with you being you, it's not your problem. Come on. Yeah, tell the person to get over it. Because you are here to stay. You are here on a mission. 
And victory is certain. Hallelujah. So sometimes when the enemy comes against me left, right, and center, you know, there are times he just throws, throws them at the same time from every direction. You know, boom, 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 ah. Then, oof, ah. Then I remember some scriptures. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. No weapon formed of fashion against me shall prosper. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. David said, my enemy, don't rejoice. Don't rejoice that I'm down. No, don't. Don't be quick to celebrate. I'm bouncing back. <laughs> yeah. Why? You, you are destined for victory. Amen. It is certain. God put his stamp and seal. And so, don't let anything lie to you. Okay? Don't let circumstances lie to you. Don't let people lie to you. Okay? People might tell you that you are a write-off. It's because they haven't read the book. They haven't read the book about you. I've told you about the book. Yeah. So, we are his creative masterpiece. Glory to God. I want you to just hit your chest. Say, I am God's creative masterpiece. I am God's best. Amen. That's why even the angels are shocked. Angels, when they look down and they look into what God is doing in our lives, they are blown away. Because they know, they see the mess you wear. And then they see how God is transforming you. And how God is bringing glory out of you. That they are not able to produce. Your life is a mystery. You are a mystery. You are a study case. Okay, study. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Angels are studying you. There are things that angels desire to look into. They look into our lives. They look into the body of Christ. They look into what God is doing. And they are blown away. Then they start worshiping. Because remember, you have so many weaknesses. Hmm? So many imperfections. Angels don't have any weakness. They don't have any imperfection. But what is coming out of you? That's why when you worship God, especially in the midst of crisis, that is something angels can never do. They don't have the ability to produce that kind of worship. They are before him, you know, worshiping all the time. But they don't know what it is like to be in pain and worship. Only you. Hallelujah. Only you. That's why the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. So when you are knocked down, just let praise. Praises rise from the inside. Amen. Glory to God. When you find yourself down, let praises rise. That's your key to victory. That's your key to victory. But many times when you, when you get knocked, the first thing we do is we fellowship with our emotions. Instead of with the Lord. You are his creative masterpiece. My Lord. 
He says, you were created in Christ Jesus for good works. Listen, you were created for good. Don't listen to somebody that says you are good for nothing. You were created for what? For good. Yeah. This is God's opinion. Whose opinion is more reliable? God's or the people around you? Even your opinion of yourself is not as reliable as God's opinion. Yeah. And that's why you need to be careful how you write people off. Because you might be writing off someone that has the key to your next level of victory. God did not say that he was going to only use perfect people. In fact, there are no perfect people. So if he has to wait for perfect people, where will he find them? In heaven. In heaven, they're not useful on the earth. <laughs> yeah. So he has, to, he has to come up with a strategy to continue to humiliate the devil Amen. through this weak vessel, through this vessel of clay. The Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power may not be of us, but of God. So you're carrying treasure. There's treasure in you. Come on. You are God's treasure chest. My Lord, there is so much treasure in you that the devil is so jealous. Why do you think he's coming after you? Say, so, oh, Pastor. <laughs> to, you know, I remember the, 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 the lady that came to me one day. Pastor, please pray for me that the devil will stop disturbing me. I said, well, okay, kneel down. We're going to pray now. She knelt down. I laid my hands on her. And I said, Father, kill my sister right now. <laughs> no, Pastor. <laughs> no, I don't want to die. I said, why don't you want to die? I thought you said you don't want the devil to disturb you. When you get to heaven, he can't disturb you. He said, no, no, I don't want to die. Then I said, okay, get ready to face the devil. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's no such prayer. You can't pray that the devil shouldn't come. All you pray is for God to keep you from temptation. Hallelujah. Deliver you. Jesus said, Satan has desired. Peter, Satan desired to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith does not fail. He didn't pray that Satan should not come. But he prayed that his faith will not fail. Glory to God. I pray that your faith will not fail. May your faith get stronger and stronger and stronger. Amen. Hallelujah. May your faith get ten times stronger. Amen. Ten times stronger before the enemy came. Alright, when he comes against you, boom, by the time he finishes, you are ten times stronger. Amen. How about that? Then he, he now needs to upgrade in order to come again. And when he upgrades, your faith, you know, gets elevated again. That's why last week I said the most frustrating thing is to be a devil. So please don't be one. Hallelujah. So God has created in Christ Jesus, he has created us for good works, right? It says, which God prepared beforehand that we walk in them. There are things that God has prepared beforehand for you to walk in. All right, so as long as you are walking in what has been prepared for you, have confidence. Yeah, like Andre Crouch said, I've got confidence, God is going to see me through. No matter what the case may be, I know he's going to fix it for me. Amen. Yes, 
You need to have confidence. Yeah. So when you're facing a mountain, you know the God that created the mountain. You get my point? When you face a valley, you know the God that created the valley. He is actually on your side. He actually placed you there to demonstrate the, 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 the ability he has placed in you. He wants, to, he wants to show off. When a manufacturer makes any device, whether it's vehicle, whether it's whatever it is they manufacture, engineers in the house will confirm with me that those things are taken through rigorous tests. Am I correct? They test it you know, in different ways. You put it through. And after it comes out, then now they can pass it and release it to the market. All right? So your manufacturer is so confident of what he has put in you that he's not afraid to allow you to be tested. Okay? It's okay to be tested. It's, 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 it's a sign that you are being prepared to be showcased. It's a sign that your, your, your elevation is at hand. The time of your revelation is at hand. So God will allow you to go through certain things. That's why I thank God for the mountains. I thank God for the valleys. I thank Him for the storms He's brought me through. <laughs> oh, Andrew Crouch, God bless you for those beautiful songs. Sometimes I hear some songs today, I'm not sure what they're trying to say to us. You know? Yeah, sometimes. But they're melodious, so we just, we just enjoy the melody. But yeah, there are, there are messages in some songs. So you're going through some things, you just hear certain songs. How many people know what I'm talking about? A song just begins to rise. You know, that's, that's a praise rising from your inside. Just ride on it. Don't suppress it. When it starts coming like that, flow with it. Hallelujah. Flow with it. Sometimes I wake up in the morning with certain songs. And I just begin to sing. Why? There's victory. There's victory. Certainty of victory. My God. And so if everybody forsakes you, you remember that the Lord will never forsake you. Why? Because you, you are his creative masterpiece. All right, he took time to work on you and to make you. He fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> In other words, when he was when he was making you, he had to make sure that there is no mistake. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Although God doesn't make mistakes, but you know, yeah. So he has prepared you. But then there are things he has prepared for you. And there is a path he has prepared for you to walk in. And all is leading to victory. Amen. Victory. So there are times that we go through uncertainties. How many people have gone through uncertainties lately? Yeah, especially this year, right? This year was like, my goodness, what happened? We just finished celebrating the new year, and now it's about December. And what happened in between? We just, it's, it's just gone. Huh? One, you, you woke up, you're not sure, will I make it tomorrow? You step out, you're not sure. Will I catch the virus? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> huh? Nobody should visit me. 
Huh? You step out and you are like, am I okay? Huh? When you have a flu, you are like, oh, you start freaking out. Oh my God, I think I caught the virus. COVID-19. Oh. <laughs> oh my. I remember I was having some, some symptoms and I spoke to my doctor, he says. The guy was scared. <laughs> I think he was more scared than me. He said, you need to come for some tests. Um, I, he said, in fact, go to... <laughs> he tried... I said, no, I'm not going to anybody. I'm waiting for you when you're available. <laughs> yeah. I went and then, you know, he did some tests and so on. And then I, I saw, he said, I'm relieved. <laughs> that was when I knew he was, <laughs> he was concerned. Amen. Uncertainties. But sometimes God uses uncertainties to prepare you for certain victory. Yeah. So don't be allergic to uncertainties. I know you like to be in control. You like to be able to explain everything. I know you love clarity. You want everything to be so clear. The plan, this is the plan. You know, step one, we do this at this time for so period of time and all of that and this and this. It's great when you can have that. But I want you to know that you should not put your faith in clarity. Put your faith in God. Don't put your faith in your understanding. Put your faith in God. Amen. Don't put your faith in what makes sense. Put your faith in God. Amen. So when you build your life, when, you, when your life is built on what you understand only, you are going to be limited. In your experiences of God. Give God. Allow God to do things. Beyond your understanding. Do you get my point? Allow him to defy your understanding. So that he can blow your mind. From time to time. But if everything has to be predictable. Huh? You're so, you're so scientific in your approach and so mathematical that everything has to be, you know, you need to be able to, to, to determine everything and explain everything. And listen, there's a place for that, but you need to know the limitations of that kind of mindset. That mindset is limiting. It's limiting. Look at something that the Israelites experienced. Since we mentioned uh, Pharaoh and the Israelites, let's look at Exodus chapter 14. Verse 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel. That they turn and camp before Pilohiroth, between Migdol and the sea, opposite Baal Zephon. You shall camp before it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are bewildered by the land. The wilderness has closed them in. Then verse 4, he says, then I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them and I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. So these guys have left Egypt 
And Pharaoh wakes up and says, what have I done? Our servants, how could I have released them? I need to bring them back. And the Bible says that God said that he will harden the heart of Pharaoh. Yeah. And he'll say, well, those guys, they have no escape. They're in the wilderness, right? There's the sea. I'm going to go after them. And that's how sometimes the enemy plans against you. But I have seen in the recent past how God sets up the enemy. And he thinks, when he thinks he is doing something to destroy you, he ends up helping God. He ends up giving God more glory. So God says, I'm going to get honor from Pharaoh. <laughs> you see, idols can't do things like this. Do you understand me? Only the living God can do things like this. Who else? I mean, think about it. In the garden, right? After the fall, God says to the serpent, He says, the seed of the woman is going to bruise your head. You will bruise his heel, but he will bruise your head. So in other words, as he's crushing your heel, he doesn't know that he's crushing your heel, but his head, his authority is being destroyed. His authority is being destroyed. So all you can do is get close to his heel. Everything Satan is doing is just your heel. Come on. It's like something scratching your heel. There's a, there's a bruise. It's a scratch. But Jesus crushed his head on the cross. Hallelujah. Crushed his head. My God. But God is, is, is he's at work. He's at work in your life. In verse 4, he says, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. Sometimes God hardens the heart of the enemy. Amen. He comes after you. Huh? He comes after you. Listen, if anybody is coming hard after you, just pause. Remember this verse. And say, is it, could it be that God is setting this up to get honor? Don't be a victim. Do you understand? Yeah. Could it be? Could it be? Yeah. Because that's exactly what he was doing here. He says, I will gain honor over Pharaoh. So when the enemy is coming, charging, and especially when it becomes intense, yeah. and it's like you, you, you it's as if there is no escape. Remember. Remember this verse. Could it be that God is setting the enemy up? So that he can get honor. Amen. Amen. That's the God we serve. I will gain honor over Pharaoh. And over all his army. Can you see? The whole army was with Pharaoh. So after this incident. Pharaoh. I mean Egypt. That was a superpower, was reduced to zero power. My God, don't joke with God's destined people. Amen. Amen. If God is with somebody, don't fight the person. Even if you don't like the person, just be his friend. Or if you don't want to be his friend, just walk away. Walk away and keep quiet. Because when you join 
the person's enemies. Uh, if you join the enemy of God's people, when God is at work, you will be part of whatever God is meeting out to the enemies of his people. And that's why I feel sorry for people. If anybody, anybody on earth comes against you, just be sorry for them. Do you understand me? Yeah, be sorry for them. Why? They don't know who is with you. <laughs> because if they did, if God should just open their eyes a little bit, they, will, they might even worship you. Yeah. So God says, Pharaoh and his army, I'm going to get honor. I'm going to get on. So imagine Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's wife, huh? the, the wives of all the army, all of them, they became widows in one day for chasing God's people. You see, sometimes you don't know why some people face certain things. You don't know why some people go through certain things. Be careful who you go against. There are some cases, I, I mean, I'm, I love, I'm compassionate, I like to help people, I like to do, you know, but <laughs> sometimes there are certain things, I, I, I'll stop and say, God, please, okay, talk to me. This is not normal. What is behind this? And then when God starts telling you, you, you say, <laughs> in Nigeria we say, oh boy. <laughs> My friend, <laughs> come, let's talk. You need to sort this out. Sort this area, sort this area, sort this area. If you don't sort it, you just be going in circles. Going in circles. Hallelujah. So be sorry for anyone that treats you badly. Be sorry for anyone that robs you. Be sorry for anyone you know, that tries to assassinate your character. Be sorry for them. God rebuke kings for their sake. All right? And it's the same God. He has not changed. Are you getting my point? Victory is certain. When somebody has been destined for victory, isn't it better to be on that person's side? You know that it's a fixed match. That no matter what you do, this person will win. So what, what's the wisest thing to do? Just be on their side so that you can win together. Hello? Yeah, so that is how you should look at your life. That is how you should see it. Why? Because that's how God has prepared and planned for you. So when you are down, stop being depressed. Come on. If there's anybody that should be depressed, it's the one that is frustrated because he's been trying and trying to destroy you and every effort he makes to destroy you, you bounce back and you are better off than when you, where you were when he started. It's this Depressing. There's a lot of depression in hell. Why? Because the demons, they, they find it very hard. It's not easy to win against people who are walking with God. I'm telling you. I remember years ago, you know, this guy, he went in church and he came to church and, uh, you know, I was preaching, and then all of a sudden, I saw some wild manifestation. And, and, and I'm, okay, and the ushers, they took him out, and then, you know, my associate pastors then took, took him out and were ministering to him. At the end of the service, I now went, um, what's going on? This guy was 
he was on the grass like a snake, just, and he was eating the grass. So those things, these things that, these things that you see here, you know, has happened before. You know, so after ministering to him and all of that, um, I sat down with him. I began to listen to his story. You know what he said? He was actually sent. Okay, he was sent to come and attack the church. So when he came, the Lord exposed him. And so there was a promotion that was promised him in the kingdom of darkness. That if he succeeds, (laughs) this is the rank he will attain. And he said he made a big mistake. Normally when they send them on a mission, they warn them. Because if it's a praying church, it's more difficult. So, So the churches that don't pray are easy prey. That's why if you don't pray, you will become a prey. Yeah, tweet it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yes. So he, I mean, then he opened up and he started telling me things. I mean, he had an encounter. The Lord Jesus walked up to him. And he saw the Lord in all his glory. Exactly like John described in Revelation chapter 1. When he was describing, describing what he saw, I opened the scripture and I read it to him. I said, he, he was shocked. He said, what? I said, yeah. This is, is this what you saw? This, yes, yes. But the, you see, the enemy had lied to them and told them there is one Jesus in the realm of darkness. <laughs> anyway, let's not go there. Because I can see you are getting too interested. The point I'm trying to make is that when the enemy comes, when he targets you and he comes, he is at risk. That guy told me, he told me of churches where he went and succeeded. He went there, the mission, and he succeeded. But then, hallelujah, hallelujah. When the enemy succeeds somewhere, it does not mean he will succeed when he comes to you. Amen. He might have succeeded next door. But when he comes to you, he's an eternally defeated one. Edo. Hallelujah. Yes. That's his new name. E-D-O. Eternally defeated one. Hallelujah. And you are the eternally victorious one. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm victorious. No matter what comes my way, I know he's going to fix it for me. I will bounce back. Hallelujah. Crushed down but not destroyed. Hallelujah. This is a, some songwriters got some inspiration. Yeah, God is at work. So here, this, is, this guy, you know, he thought he could just use his might, his military might, got his best chariots, and got his generals, got all the, the majors, the captains, the, 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 the brigadiers, all of them, everybody, come on, we're going to... Bring these people back and I'm going to teach them a lesson. And as he's going, God is saying, keep going, keep going. God is giving him more energy. Hallelujah. He's charging. He's getting more inspired. He's getting more fired up. And he's getting more angry. Rage now. Maybe even smoke is coming out of his nose. Hallelujah. And he's coming. He says, that Moses... You can deal with others. Leave Moses for me. I want Moses. And uh, God was laughing. The Bible says, he that sits in the heavens shall laugh. Hallelujah. He says, kiss my son. You know, you need to make peace with my son. Don't go against him. 
Yeah. When you take counsel against the Lord's anointed, the Lord laughs. Ha, ha, ha. And the angels will be laughing. Because if God laughs, everybody in heaven will be laughing. <laughs> and the whole of heaven will be laughing. And God is watching. This thing is unfolding. I'm about to get honor. God is saying, I'm about to get honor. The Israelites will say, hey, Moses, why do you do this to us? You look, 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 he's coming, he's coming. We are finished now. We told you, leave us alone. You, 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 stubborn Moses, look what you did. And Pharaoh is coming. God is laughing. Hallelujah. God is laughing. The angels are laughing because they know it's, it's showtime. Hallelujah. They know it's showtime. God is about to get honor. The only people that had no clue were the Israelites. Don't ever think that it's over. Amen? No matter what, don't ever conclude that it's over. It's not over. God is at work. God is going to get honor from your life. He's going to get honor from your situation. He's going to get honor. Even if you made a mistake. Do you understand me? Even if it is a mistake you made. If you will take that mistake. Right? And surrender it to God. God will turn that mistake into a testimony. Amen. Where you fail and you give up, God can't help you. But when you hold on and you say, yeah, I'm crushed down, but I'm bouncing back. When you, when you, when you, when you, when you say, you know, um, God causes all things to work together for my good. Amen. Hallelujah. When you get up and say, victory is certain. Mm. Hallelujah. This is, the, this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. He says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Because you are born of God, the Bible says you have overcome. So, but you trust your feelings more than God's word. You trust your situation. You trust your sight. What you see. Those guys were seeing Pharaoh coming. And God, oh my God. Oh my. Take your time and go read this place. I don't want to go there. These guys, they go, they, you know, God says, Moses, pat, stretch your rod and pat the sea. Divide the sea. And Moses stretches his rod. He just opened. The wall. water remains on. A wall is formed. It, it's like a, an, a, 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 an invisible dam was formed. And then the other side, and all that, and here, dry. And God says to Moses, okay, go in. Lead them. He says, everybody, come on, walk through. And they're walking through. And while they're walking through, God released a cloud, you know, to slow down Pharaoh and his army. Come on. And this thing is there. They're riding, but they're not going anywhere. <laughs> Effort, energy. He is still raging. He's getting more angry. And God, by the time the Israelites have exited, God says to Moses, okay. And God releases the cloud. And then now the, the Egyptians, they can see. Oh my. Pharaoh says, let's chase them. Let's chase them. <laughs> Until all of them had entered. <laughs> it's a setup. Even when it seems as if you have been defeated, the Lord is setting up the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. So they get inside and they are charging, charging. Pharaoh, I, I, want, I want Moses. I want Moses. Moses is mine, please. Moses is mine. <laughs> 
by the time they all entered, God says, Moses, all right, close it. <laughs> and then, and the guy's like, what's going on here? And the Bible says God removed the wheels of the chariots. Go read it. God removed. So they couldn't even ride out quickly. They couldn't get out. He removed the wheels. The angels were busy removing wheels. Wheels came off. Hallelujah. And that's how the whole army of Egypt got drowned in one day. God drowned the enemy. May God drown every cataposte. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You know, everyone, listen to me. Anybody that comes against you is in trouble. Amen. I don't pray for people to die. Okay, although people have died that have come against us. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, remember Davina? Remember what happened there? Yeah, God took him out. Took him out. When they conspired and took that property from us. Listen, I'm not celebrating. I'm using this as an example to pass a message. Okay? Don't go against the church of God. Don't go against the people of God. Don't. We don't celebrate people's downfall. But we warn. Sometimes we say things like this. Just so that the fear of God. Can be released. Why? It will help people to be wiser. It's the beginning of wisdom. When people fear the God that you serve, they will be careful. And if you don't fear the God you serve, you are in bigger trouble. Hallelujah. You went quiet there when I mentioned Davina. Let me, let me stop. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have several accounts, several instances where God stepped in and did things that scared me. Scared me. What am I saying? Victory is guaranteed for you if you're on God's side. God doesn't take sides. Okay? The best thing is to be on His side. If you go against Him, a problem. If you repent, he will reverse. He will will have mercy. But when you put yourself on the side of his enemy, when Satan is going against somebody and anybody goes and joins Satan, it's a problem. So when God wants to judge Satan, when God wants to judge those spirits, you know that in the realm of the spirit, if you've seen demons before, some of them, you know, they don't have some parts have been cut off. Yeah. Because of the damage that was caused when they came against God's people. Yeah. I saw one. He didn't have any face. You know, fire that consumed the face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you come against God's people, fire. Things happen to those demons. They have stories to tell. They have stories to tell. Just like God has not opened your eyes. I pray that God will open your eyes to see some. Okay. Hallelujah. Yeah. Some of them, you know, they don't have legs. Their legs have been cut off. Because they, they in battle, they got injured in battle and there's no healing for them. Thank you, Lord. Let's let's rise up on our feet. My God, my God.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, lift up your name. Thank you for guaranteed victory. The certainty of victory. Thank you. Victory is certain. It is certain. God is on your side. God is with you. Let me put it that way. God is with you. Amen. Amen. Have faith. Believe God. Don't be intimidated by life. Don't be intimidated by situations. There is nothing that can frustrate the plan of God. Nothing can stop the plan of God. The enemy is not capable. He's not capable. Just surrender to him. Just tell him, Lord, I, I yield myself. I receive the victory. I receive the victory that you have prepared for me. I receive it. Yes. Thank you for the guarantee, for the certainty of victory. My Lord and my God. Thank you, Jesus. My Lord and my God. Mondeke Sondabaha. Jesus. Let the will of God begin to manifest in our lives, oh God, in ways we never imagined. My Lord and my God, the will of God, as it is in heaven, let it be in your life. I decree, I decree. Hallelujah. Guaranteed victory over your life. In every area of your life, I decree guaranteed victory. I decree victory. Yes, I decree victory. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We bless your name. We bless your name. My Lord and my God. Let your glory fill this house. Lord, get honor from our lives. We give it to you willingly. You got it from Pharaoh by force. But we don't need to be forced to honor you. We honor you willingly. We do it willingly. We offer to you the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips giving thanks. We offer it willingly to you. Receive it, Lord. Receive it, Lord. My Lord, I thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Help us to always be on your side. Help us not to be on the wrong side, but to always be on your side. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Father. Amen. Before we leave, I want to pray. If there's anybody here, you want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you've not done that before. Or maybe you just want to come back and say, I, I, I want to make a fresh start. If you raise your hand, I'll pray for you. Is there anybody like that? Or maybe you're watching on TV or um, through the live stream. Just say this after me. If you're watching, say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. He paid a high price 
for my guaranteed victory. Thank you for the certainty of victory through the cross of Jesus Christ. I open my heart in faith and I say, Jesus, come in. Make me a new person. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I believe in you. I receive you. I welcome you into my heart. Make me a new person. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lord, I pray for everyone that has prayed this prayer. Lord, I ask that you will manifest your kingdom in their lives. Let your will be done. Yes, Lord, I speak and I decree. I decree, O Father, the realities of the new creation in their hearts. A new heart, a heart of flesh, a heart that will please you, that will love you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Come on, let's give God praise. Yes. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.